0: and gentlemen i am your i am your host blake Rafino. like i forgot my name for a damn minute look at Ant marshall the married man himself congratulations to Ant marshall everybody <laughs> the married man himself anthony marshall i hope it's anthony <laughs> i always call i don't even the man i don't even know the man's government name i hope it's anthony but congratulations Ant. ah ha, ha. We are live. Man, it, it, it feels too long. It feels way too long. Uh, finally, though, one of my baseball predictions did come true, along with the sourcing, if you saw it today on Twitter, we'll break all that down. I thought – I I said LSU was going to – or how did I phrase that? Only win one game in, in Hoover, and that's what they did. So the reverse psychology that we've been doing the last three weeks – Didn't pay off. So it looks like we're back to being normal on the LSU baseball front. LSU is heading to Hattiesburg, if you have not heard. So the breaking news. I know that there was a lot of rumors late last night about LSU hosting all week. Last week, there was nothing that LSU had to do to be a regional host. That was obviously a lie. You can't go one and two in Hoover on the brink of being a host site and think you're going to get in as one of those 16 regional host. Auburn and Florida. Florida, don't tell me the tournament doesn't matter when Florida goes, you know, goes and does what they do in the tournament, and they're obviously a host site. Oh, and by the way, we're going to get into all of this too, so just giving you the preface. Don't tell me midweek non-conference games don't matter anymore. The NCAA baseball committee legitimately just came out and said, Midweek games effing matter. The argument's over with. It's over with. We'll have all that discussion. Your boy though, Pooh Bear, Pooh Bear, our producer, joining us. Um, but Pooh Bear, your boy is gonna be in the Berg, the Berg, Saturday night. LSU, you gotta be Kennesaw State, dog. You can't can't lose Friday when your boy's coming to cheer you on Saturday as a fan. No media going on here. Pure fan. I'm going there to drink as many uh, uh, Miller Lights, the finest Pilsner in all the land. You got to win Friday night, though. You got to win Friday night. So looking forward to that. Uh, Mark. Big USM fans, how much are LSU regional ticks going for in Hattiesburg? I paid a hefty sum. Uh, I had to dig into Ben's college tuition account. Just joking. They're not that much. They're not that much. Like, I think we got three tickets for like 450 So it's not that, not terribly bad. Not terribly, terribly bad. But that's not all we're going to talk about tonight. You know on a Monday, Rafino's rants is coming. What is Brian Kelly – guys, why is Brian Kelly in the news every time he does the damn interview? Why? He said he wanted to come to the SEC and go up against Nick Saban and beat him. Why is that a big deal? Newsflash. He wants to. (laughs) You don't get to the national title game. Shout out to XM Radio for not slipping up on the curse word. If you don't beat Nick Saban, Rafino's rent's coming to, coming aboard. I promise you. Uh, Carter the Power, though Carter the Power Bryant, your favorite guest, one of your favorite guests. You, we got a lot. We got a lot joining us at seven thirty, and something that we haven't done in a while all baseball season. We're bringing it back, though is the Rudy Poo of the week. So fire in your Rudy Poo's there at the end, um, and we'll get to all of them. Uh, let's get to a couple comments, though, before we get started. Tasha Thibodeau says, we so damn petty sometimes. <laughs> she runs the the, L, the real LSU Tiger Nation, uh, or the real LSU Tiger Nation. Go over there, follow it. Go follow the group. Absolutely fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Penn Jones says, hashtag ask Blake, did you know Ant is one of the top kickers from the state. He outkicked his coverage by a mile from the woman he married. All right, Ant. Look at you go. He did. He did. Because Ant Ant's not pretty to look at, y'all. <laughs> Pause. Pause. But, dog, you ugly. I'm just joking. You ugly. <laughs> I'm just messing. I'm just messing. I'm just playing all. I'm just playing. I'm just playing with you. I'm just playing. Um, Kelly says, uh, oh. Sources. Ben is my favorite guest. I think that that's Pooh Bear that said that, though. True. I can see that. I can see that. Danny Girl, what's happening? Nurse Court, rah, what's happening? I don't see Ryan in here yet. Don't see Ryan in here yet. We had some bouncy wow, wow. Happening last week. Uh, Kelly says, Let's go, Blake. Let's go, Kelly. Bailey Jones, it's time for the main event of the evening. I love it. I love absolutely all of it. So let's go. All right, let's do this. Everybody, do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to your Facebook group. So many of you are listening to us on Facebook. Do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to those Facebook groups. We just mentioned Tasha Thibodeau's, the real LSU Tiger Nation. Go follow, like, subscribe, all that good stuff to hers as well. If you're listening to us on YouTube, do us a favor by hitting that uh, subscribe button and notification bell. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. If you're listening to us on the XM radio or you're listening to us on the audio podcast, rate, review, subscribe, do all of it. We would greatly, greatly appreciate it. All right, let's get this thing started, y'all. Let's pay these bills right quickly. We'll be back. I promise you, you're not going to miss this Rafino's Rants. We'll be back in a minute. Stay tuned. Our partners over at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB is back as well. Who are you picking to win the World Series? BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino, and poker games. It's easy to get started, so head on over to their website. Use betonline.ag. Use that promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V. That's B-L-E-A-V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to in your vehicle than GM Vardo and Sons. Tell me, good your friend, Blake Ruffino. Sit you on by. I think I just found the best name on YouTube that listens to our show. Edward O. Got the Crabs. <laughs> Bro, that's just so messed up. But Edward O. Got the Crabs on YouTube says, let's go, Blake. I'm smacking the like button and ran on. <laughs> come on, man. Ed, where do y'all come up with this stuff, man? Where do y'all come up? Ed O's got the crabs. Is it because he went to spring break in Cancun? <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Is that where he's fishing for crabs? Uh, Philip Rose says, hey, Blake, LSU had a decommitment today. Omari and Miller. I'll add the name in there for everybody listening. Is there anything to worry about? We'll start off there very quickly. Um, I don't think that there's anything to worry about personally. So if you missed it, four-star wide receiver from North Louisiana – from North Caddo, Amari Miller decommitted. Um, guys, when there's a new st- – I'm quite honestly, I'm surprised he didn't decommit sooner than this. If I'm just being holistically honest, you have a brand new staff that he hasn't seen before, that he hasn't met. That's why going to these camps are a big deal. Now, I am I don't know if Amari Miller is going to an LSU football camp this summer. I, I know – I think he was in Arkansas last week. On an official visit, I think he just wants to take his official visits. This is, and let me make this very well clear. Guys, this isn't always about Texas A&M NIL money. Every time a kid goes to Texas A&M, it doesn't always have to do with NIL money. I get that Saban painted a picture. Nick Saban painted a picture for you. Well, A&M paid all their players. Little man, you're doing the same damn thing. Every player was getting paid before NIL. I mean, I don't mean this in a wrong way, but why is it that all of the receivers or two years ago in the Alabama recruiting cycle rolled up in the same black charger or challenger or whatever it is? Who gives a shit? I, Nick Saban quoted. This was Nick Saban's defense. I read it in the newspaper. Guys, relax. Calm down. It's going to be all right. I have faith in Cortez Hankton. I really 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 do. Let's get to some baseball though, and then we will get to football, Brian Kelly, Amari Miller, Carter Bryant. We'll we'll do all that. Let me do cuz we got the entire week to talk LSU baseball. But to start this off though, I really like where LSU seated. I like that LSU is going to Southern Miss. It's a winnable region. Kennesaw State has a left-handed, uh, left-handed pitcher that's an ace. I think he's hittable. Southern Miss does have the best c- pitching coach in the country. Ask any ask any college coach, ask any, and better yet, ask any scout in the country who, where the best pitching coach resides. They will have the guy, your boy, Oshlander, uh, the pitching coach at Southern Miss. He will be in the top three. I guarantee it. Southern Miss can pitch. You got the bats. That can do it. Biggest thing, breaking news. Jacob Berry and Cade Doty are coming back. You need them. You need Cade. You need Jacob. You need Jacob Berry hitting behind Dylan Cruz in the lineup so that a pitcher is forced and a pitching staff is forced to throw – belt high size fastballs, pause, but belt high size fastballs to Dylan Cruz. You can win this region. I can. Sh- we could share our Twitter. I'm not going to do it. Go follow us on Twitter, AYS Sports. I know that D1 Baseball and all these people had LSU being in a regional with two other Louisiana teams and Southern Miss. Guys, I promise you, the committee never had that on the table. Old Miss got in by the skin of their teeth and Old Miss can win that Miami region. You're if you if LSU gets into a super regional, Arizona, Old Miss, Miami. Those are the three teams that you could face. But the biggest thing, and without a shadow of a doubt, you have to take down Southern Miss. Guys, they are not a pushover. This isn't some in baseball, this isn't just some of a um Southern Miss isn't a team like a group of five that you can go in Hattiesburg and beat them down. Just, just not. So if you think for one Rudy Pooh second that we're going to just waltz in Hattiesburg and beat the snot out of the – and look, Southern Miss, their mascots the Golden Eagles. If you think that we're going to just go in there and smash the Golden Eagles down, you're wrong. I will say this, though. Of all mascots in college football, or college athletics, I should say, the Golden Eagle, bro. The Golden Eagle legitimately looks like a buzzard on steroids. Now, my first cousin and who I consider as a brother, Clay Tajan, I love you. Former closer at Southern Miss. Your mascot looks like a stero- uh, a, a, a buzzard on steroids. You're going down, Tajan. <laughs> You're going down. There's What is there, a Dairy Queen in Hattiesburg? Is that all y'all got? Whoo, we got a Dairy Queen. We got, it, we got a dollar hamburger and a dollar ice cream cone. Here come the Tigers, damn it. It is a very good regional for LSU. I don't think you could script it up any better. Hell, Arizona could come out of that Miami regional and win it, and Jay Johnson is going to the Supers facing his own team. We'll have this entire week to talk about it. I don't want to shoot everything that we have on this game. We got a lot of things that we got to break down. LSU should have no problem with Kennesaw State. If they lose, now I, I – you know, one of, the, one of the regional scouts that I talk to has watched Kennesaw State a lot. He lives in Atlanta. Kennesaw State's not that far. They can hit. They took Georgia down to the wire. They have some pieces – they have guys, older guys that have been there that are scrappy, that are veterans, and they're very experienced. They do not have the talent, whether it's starting pitching, whether it be the guys in the field, whatever it may be. They don't have the depth. They don't have the talent that you do. If LSU loses to Kennesaw State, it's a huge problem. Jay Johnson talked about today that he wants to get back to Omaha more than he wants to breathe. Well, you better do some things and get your guys ready, because if that's the case, you got a whirlwind, and you got things you got to get ready to go, because Southern Miss is not a pushover. You're in there with Army, and I get it, but... Yeah. Uh, Brad Wentz, and then we'll get to some football. Carter Power Bryant joining us in 10 minutes. Brad Wentz says they have a Whataburger, too, but... Hey. <laughs> on the chattahoochee all right i I gotta tell you something Bear. i forgot to tell you this all right i was in the grocery store yesterday okay and i was i wanted to grill steaks okay so I, i i made a caesar salad yes i love me a caesar salad i grilled this me and my wife some steaks okay i'm sitting in the middle of the grocery store guy i have no idea who it is he walks up to me he goes hey blake I'm so-and-so. I'm not going to mention his name, but I'm so-and-so. I watch your podcast. I watch it live, whatever. Shout out to John. I'll give out his first name, but shout out to John. John, very country man. John is in the grocery store with his wife with a cowboy hat on, okay? (laughs) And he goes, Blake, listen, listen. I love your show. I love LSU football. I love it. I love LSU baseball. I love LSU basketball. But I got a favor I need to ask, Blake. What gives you the right to make fun of the Chattahoochee? And it's fine if you keep wanting to say for country people, way down yonder on the Chattahoochee. But as God is my witness, he said, but don't make fun of the goddamn Hoochie Coochie. I lost it. Shout out to John. Shout out to John. <laughs> uh, so when I talk about country people from now on, I, I can't make fun of the hoochie-coochie. I can make fun of the chat-hoochie, but God bless it, Blake. <laughs> Don't make fun of the, of the hoochie-coochie. All right. Let's get to some of these. Ant Marshall said, hashtag is it a good thing we didn't get matched up with another Louisiana school? The in-state schools seem to bring their A game against LSU. I completely agree with Ant here. I Guys, quite honestly, and look, anything can happen in the tournament, but ULL is one of the hottest teams in the country. Southeastern is one of the hottest teams in the country. People are laughing at Southeastern going in that Auburn regional. Shout out to your boy. Go follow us on Twitter. I told you that last night. But, oh, D1 Baseball said it. Guys, if something's going on with Southeastern athletics, <laughs> dog, stop. Okay? But they can win it. But I agree with that there. I fully agree. Um, Adam Contreras says Josh freaking Smith got called up today for the Rangers. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Adam B. Oh my bad, Pooh. Adam B. says, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Check your tone." We have two Dairy Queens. <laughs> All right. Well, Adam, I guess he lives in Hattiesburg. Adam will be there Saturday, guys. If you're going to the game, I'm going as a fan. None of this media shit. Come over. We're gonna be hat. We're gonna be drinking us some beer. What? I'm stole cold Steve Austin this thing out. I might take two Miller Lights, poo, crack them open. I might I might even wear a white shirt. Blake's going wild. Blake's going wild. Not girls going wild. Blake's going wild. Uh Dalton Duce says, Oh, uh, we have a sonic. <laughs> oh boy. Here it comes, man. Here it comes. Adam Contreras says, Scott Brown is the best pitching coach in the country. Maybe so. I guarantee you, and Adam, you better go ask these regional scouts who they would pick. LSU might be trying to NIL some guys at uh, Southern Miss, too. You know, we don't have a... Let me just say this very quickly. This might go over some of your heads. NIL has been very good for LSU baseball. This that one will you won't remember that one, you won't remember that one. Okay, I do got to say this. Pooh, we're not gonna pull up the audio for Brian Kelly. If you missed it, we don't have the time because we got caught to the power in seven minutes. Um, let me say this. Everybody, do us a favor. Hit the like and share. Show me of you listen to us on Facebook, dude. What are you doing? Hit that like button for you boy. Hit the like button. Let me say this. I don't know, and I'm sure majority of you LSU fans saw this this week. Brian Kelly went on a podcast, a podcast, not the radio, podcast, that one of his former players uh, does. We had Brandon Winbush, if you remember about a year ago, ago, he was talking about the NIL collective stuff that his business is overseeing. It's called Mogul. We broke it down. I thought it was very, very intense. And I told you guys, when Brandon came on here, former former Notre Dame, former Notre Dame quarterback who is starting a NIL business, they're doing a podcast as well. One of the former players does the podcast. was on with Brian Kelly. And if you missed it, in there, Brian Kelly pretty much – you know what, Pooh, I lied. I lied. We're going to play it. So pull this up. I just want to play 30 seconds of what Brian Kelly said – and it's not about Nick Saban, but this is what he said after Nick Saban, and why he's coming to LSU. Pooh, put up the graphic for us, right quick. Let's let's listen to this very quickly. I have now, and like what I'm looking forward to doing. Um, that's not even part of like where my my immediate, and even like what I'm thinking in the future. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I just think, you know, building the program here to winning a national championship um, or more. And, um, you know, as long as I'm healthy and, um, and, and feel like I'm reaching the players, because you got to reach the guys, right. you know. That's why I couldn't do the gritty right here, because, you know, i got to save that for practice. Now, that's LSU head coach Brian Kelly. Okay, in this interview, he talked about wanting to come to the SEC. Wanting to win multiple national titles, and he gave Nick Saban his due. He said, and I'm quoting, and we we would it was a 45 minute interview. Okay, Brian Kelly would go on to say, guys, to and he's telling this to his former player. His former player asks him, "Well, coach, why did you leave us? Why did you leave Notre Dame?" And he he's very blunt. I can't get Kayshawn Bouti to go to South Bend, Indiana. I have to come to an LSU to win national titles. I come to LSU to beat Nick Saban because, and see what the what the national media does, what the national media does, the whole thing that Brian Kelly this week and the last couple of days has been, oh, Brian Kelly's talking shit about Saban. He's talking about how he wants to beat him. Well, no shit. To get to a national title you have to go through the man that is five foot two, eats cream pies, and has won seven national titles that's in your own division. The man is saying that when I went to, an, Brian Kelly said this, when I went up against Nick Saban at Notre Dame, we did not have the players to beat him. We got beat in the trenches, we got beat in the perimeter, we got beat at quarterback, we got beat with our staff. I got to come to LSU to do that. What in the fuck and I gotta say it like that. What in the fuck do you got this Brian Kelly gotta do for you to get your his name out of your mouth? D- does that get to you? Jesus Christ. Sorry if you have kids around you. But this is the chronological order that Brian Kelly, since he's been at LSU, the problems that he's had. Oh, shit, he's dancing with a player. That player goes to Bama. He's with a five-star quarterback. There he goes dancing again. He looks like a creep. He's behind the NIL. There goes Jacoby Matthews to Texas A&M. Nobody, and I mean nobody, is talking about Harold Perkins flipping from A&M to LSU. Where do you think, do you think for a god dang second, do you believe that Harold Perkins decommitted from Texas A&M and that he went to LSU because NIL wasn't a thing? Do you really believe that? Now, a former player, a former player, At Notre Dame, the first guest he got, the first person he called, a player that was with Brian Kelly for six years. Six years. Brian Kelly tells that man, I don't normally go on podcasts. I don't normally go on radio. I don't do this unless I'm necessarily and contractually obligated to do it. You are my guy. I am doing it. And all of a sudden, you take one 30-second clip of him saying, I got to go through Tuscaloosa to what I ultimately want and winning the national title, and you overblow it for clicks. Josh Pate from 247 was absolutely right. He was absolutely right. There was absolutely nothing that Brian Kelly said in the interview with Josh say or the interview with Mogul, that relevant national, national attention. Nothing. Nothing. The biggest thing that Brian Kelly said, wait for it, we're here for NIL. Oh, the legislation that's getting changed in July? Oh, yeah, we already have a plan for it. Once the legislation changes in July, we're able to go out and talk to players about NIL. Oh, the NCAA? Oh, you got a problem with that? State law Trump's NCAA ruling. That's the biggest thing that Brian Kelly said. Not about I got to beat Nick Saban. Something that you didn't know. Sources. Here you go. Sources. You want to hear so you want to hear a story? Sources. Do you want to know who the first phone call from the SEC that was to Brian Kelly when he was announced he was the head coach of LSU, it wasn't Greg Sankey. It wasn't LSU's biggest booster. Do you want to know who it was? Nick Saban. Go on your little message boards, talk about it, ask about it. Brian Kelly and Nick Saban are extremely close. Every year, whether it be Orgeron in 19 when we started this podcast whether it be last year or whether it be now it doesn't matter what we're doing they got to poke fun at the head coach for something that they're doing and quite honestly i'm sick of it i'm sick of it you want to talk you want to talk that shit You don't talk that shit relatively when LSU is the second best program in the country over the last 20 years when they're kicking your skulls in. I mean, look, bottom line, you can say whatever you want to about Les Miles. Is he a jerk off the field? Is he whatever he is off the field? Sure. But what you knew about those teams were you were going to get your brains kicked in majority of the time. When Ed Orgeron accumulated the talent that he had with Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, et cetera, they kicked your teeth in. But now you want to talk about the three coaches that have won national titles, three different ones. You want to talk that shit about them. Go ahead. It's not going to play well. Carter Power Bryant in about a minute. Let's talk about our good friends over at Grant Co. I got to calm down. I'm good. I'm good. Blood pressure is 91. It's fine. It's fine. Pulse is fine. I'm tired of hearing it. Let's get to Carter Power Bryant. Let's talk some LSU football. Is Carter worried? about the decommitments and not the in-state guys that are committed. Let's talk about Graham Co. my good friend, Carol Foss, over at State Farm. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Graham Co. They are the Delta 8 company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Graham Co. is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products ...that I just need to tell you about. First off is the wake and bake coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com, AYS25 promo code to get 25% off of your order. Jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays, anniversaries, and everyday use. Gramco is hemp-derived and completely legal inside as the state of Louisiana. No medical card is needed, and shipping is very discreet. You must be 21 years older to order. Again, that's thegramco.com. Use that promo code, AYS25. Guys, you might know my good friend, Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor, after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. All right, let me say this, and there he is. The man, the myth, the legend himself, Carter the Power Bryant, my man. Let me say this, Pooh Bear, I told you I was going to forget this. Uh, Everybody, today is Memorial Day. Thank you to all of our troops, everyone that laid down their life for us. Uh, I'm sorry I forgot to mention it. It's in my notes, but I forgot, and and I completely apologize for that. But we have one of the greatest men that I've ever met in my life, Carter the Power Bryant. Carter, what's up, buddy?
1: What's going on Blake greatest I mean I'm probably your, you know, the, the greatest five seven two fifteen chunky center midfield undersized defensive tackle you've ever met in your life but outside of that wide sample size of human beings i, I, I don't even think I'm in the top 100 of well, listen, players. you've changed my life for the best
0: okay I'm, and this is, a, this is a uh, this is a this is a small plug to our people out in Albany. Carter, I can't leave our place out in Albany. Don't tell him yet. Don't tell him where it is, but you change you changed my life forever on that. And I love you as a brother too. All right, Carter, I gotta ask you. You when I when when stuff goes to me, and I and look, i I run to you for a lot of things. And I'm not too proud. I'm not, you know, you're a great friend of me. And we cover LSU, we talk LSU a lot on this platform and on your platform. Is there anything on God's green earth that Brian Kelly said last week that was worth a damn to for it to fr- everybody to freak out about, oh, you shouldn't call out Saban. You call out Saban, they're going to beat you down. I, Carter, to win a national title, he's got to beat him anyway. I mean, <laughs> what did he say that wasn't factual?
1: Yeah, I mean – I, I guess if you get hired, you should say you don't want to beat Nick Saban that just just to make everybody happy. I think that's what you should do, right? Like, I, yeah, I don't want to be the best. That's just not – I don't want to ever beat that Nick Saban guy. Huh? 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 Well, I,
0: I, that part I don't get. And, and look, I, I don't I, – I, Carter, he was blunt to, in front, to his own former player's face. Okay, right. Brian Kelly said – Guys, I can't get Kayshaun Bouti to come to South Bend. I can't get Mason Smith to come to South Bend. If I want to win a national title, I have to go to LSU. And for me, Carter, as a guy from the out – you know, look, we get so many times we look at LSU and put those purple and gold glasses on. But when you hear from one of the best college football coaches – and look, the winningest coach in Notre Dame's history – that right. holds serious weight, and you got to yeah. applaud him for that.
1: Yeah, and look, it's it, it's it's still drastic. That's why you still see so many national stories surrounding not only you know Brian Kelly, uh, Brian Kelly, <laughs> but you also hear it about Lincoln Riley as well. Because I, I I understand like the Jimbo fisher nick saban beef was such a massive story it's a shocking story right but it's you know is it totally unprecedented kind of sorta but the lincoln riley nick saban story is still to me one of the biggest stories in college football history To, to
0: people that don't know about that can you give a little background
1: yeah so like for the national media and who don't understand college football and why they had to leave their teams before the end of the year they don't they, they don't get that you have to do it to beat the December signing period right, right. so you can get some so that's why you have to do it but the national media doesn't understand that i have friends that you know do non college football stuff they're not familiar with college football and to be honest it's a foreign concept to them right it is kind of weird right you would leave your team but you have to do it you have to do that right that's part of the reason why the story was so big because you go from one upper tier program to another but it happened twice and it was it was related right because lsu's reported interest in lincoln riley and so on and so on so you know i i still think there is people out there that didn't like that those two did what they did Especially mm. not that the Jordan Addison story happened, especially, you know, people in general just don't like Brian Kelly. I could understand partially why, but, you know, that's part of it, Blake. There's always until football is actually going to be played because the Riley and Kelly story was so big, it's it's still going to have ripple effects. And every long interview you do that people are going to look for something because Brian Kelly does generate a lot of clicks. And, and and look, there are some things
0: that can be look. The biggest thing to me, Carter, and we're going to get to recruiting because I want your take of should we be freaking out about m- not more in-state kids committed at this point? Amari right. and Miller decommitted today, okay? Yeah, yeah. But to me, the biggest thing that Brian Kelly said this week was, and he told Jocks to say this was, "Hey guys, when the when the legislation changes in July." We already have everything in plan in place to where we're legally able to do things in Nil and we're ready to go. right. I, Carter, that is the biggest news because yeah. if what everybody said LSU was behind, somebody for, I guess forgot to tell Brian Kelly that because he's going on with Jock Duce saying, I prepared, wait for it, We're coming. That's that's the big that's the biggest LSU football news in the last six months outside of him I being hired. Yeah. If we're being truthful, it's not Harold Perkins, it's not any of it because they're using NIL to be able to compete. That's the that's right. my
1: biggest thing. you agree with that? Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And once again, it's still so early and. Still, LSU's 2023 class is is fine right now. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as far as like the name, image, and likeness stuff, I get a ton of messages about this, you know, because you don't hear as many flashy name, image, and likeness stories with LSU as you do, obviously, Texas A&M, but it's fine. I wouldn't panic overall, but, you know, it it is going to be interesting, especially if LSU doesn't win this first game versus Florida State, how— People feel, especially considering the Brian Kelly beat Florida State last year in the season opener. <laughs> right. So it's 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 going to be so different. But if I were, you know, talking, and you have a bunch of rational LSU fans, I I wouldn't worry too much about everything that's happening right now because so, games yes. will be played and we'll we'll finally have something to really talk about.
0: Now, this is in the business. Um... We'll get to ants in just a second, but this is what we call a transition in our business. Yeah. Uh, Rob sends us nine ninety nine super chat. Uh, Ask Carter why he thinks no one talks about Harold Perkins. They should be, and that was, and that's the point, Carter. Right? Like the the point. The point is, is nobody talk. How do you get Harold Perkins flipped? Okay, now let's talk about him. Nobody's really talking about him right now. He's he. he we can confirm that the story about him yesterday was true. He just got on campus yesterday because of Texas school system. Carter, he's about, he, he's here now. I, I, I mean, what you've been, the guy that's, that's banged that drum. Think he thinks he can play. I think he can play too. When you see Harold Perkins, what do you see? And we've talked about this before, but what do you see is his role right now?
1: Yeah. And Rob's a good friend of mine and that's it's a great question, right? Look, you know, as far as Terrell Perkins arriving a little bit later than everyone else, I wouldn't worry too, too, too much about that either. Because look, at this point, he, he's got nowhere else to go. He's gotta at least play this year at LSU, right? Mm-hmm. And it's in his best interest to obviously go out there and ball out of control. Now, as far as what his role is going to be next year, you know, it comes down to how you view him as a prospect. I just view him as this guy that's just good at everything. And sometimes that's a blessing. Sometimes that's a curse, right? You know, we view him as this linebacker. Now, is it great that he's going to play linebacker for LSU? Absolutely. And Matt House played a big role in the recruitment there at the end. But, you know, this was a guy who also took some carries at running back all the way up until the Under Armour All-American game. And his running back tape is really special, and he's verified sub-4, 540. And this is something that I'm working on on my channel. You and I have been discussing it privately. You've helped me with some of it as well. You know, Harold Perkins is the perfect, like, size to to play running back, right? So, obviously, he's going to play defense. I don't think he's going to play offense at all. We just got over a really bad, you know, scenario this past couple of years. Should Derek Stingley play both ways? No, I don't think anyone. <laughs> They, I I know some of the old schoolers in there are, are, are feeling. Well, I remember, you know, back Wayne in Hitchie, my day, Charles Woodson played both Charles ways. Charles Woodson, and obviously the best two way player in, in 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 the SEC was was Champ Bailey. But ben. you know, there I I don't see that as a potential option. But it could be that he is a better running back, but he wants to play linebacker. And, you know, where he plays is going to be interesting. But I think the most plausible scenario for Harold Perkins in year one is the Marcel Brooks role. And Marcel Brooks was, you know, a very disruptive force towards the end of the year in 2019. Now, was he all-world? No. But he did change that LSU defense when that extra speed came in on those race car uh, blitz packages on third and long.
0: Yeah. And I mean, look, I know that there was flags thrown on him, but he had two crucial sacks. Okay. I think one was against Trask against Florida. Remember he hit him in the knees. They called a bogus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know, I mean, like when you have, when you have a guy like that, I agree, but let's, let me ask you this. Harold Perkins is a fantastic get. And I think it doesn't get talked about a lot in NIL. And you said, don't worry. And don't panic. Carter, why am I not panicking about Brian Kelly and recruiting? Like, a, a, am I the one that's naive? I, I, I mean, because look, I, I said this earlier. You're naive if you think LSU didn't get nil and out. I don't want to say outbid, but put things together in nil for Hale Perkins. You're naive, Carter. You know. Right, and so, yeah. um, is it bothering you, or is, are we going through a phase right now with nil? that we just haven't seen yet. And we need more data to find out what happens in recruiting.
1: Yeah. So let's take 2023, for instance, LSU doing fine. I, I don't really see, you know, the big panic, right? If you know a little bit more about like Eli Holstein and Arch Manning, you would understand that there wasn't really ever heavy LSU lanes. Like, That's not saying that either one of them can't pick LSU in the grand scheme of things, but if you, if you know a decent amount of, and I'm not saying you have to know their parents next door neighbors or anything like that, Uh but there, but there was never like super heavy LSU momentum for either of them. So, you know, there's going to be plenty of people that say, well, you know, if LSU doesn't land either one of those guys, it's the be all end on it's not right. I, I do think when it comes to recruiting, there are a few players in 2023 that, there's no such thing as a must get recruit but there are some guys in 2023 that it would be gigantic losses right take Shelton Sampson Jr who actually right now is my number one player in 2023 in Louisiana i i think he's the highest priority number one because of the position he plays number two uh you know because LSU's wide receiver room wasn't really you know what you expected it to be in this last recruiting class IBieta might be great we'll see but you know, Sampson is that real deal difference maker. And I think, you know, LSU is going to put a lot of focus on that, especially now with, you know, the news that happened today. And then obviously Kai Prian is someone else, right? Going to St. James where Shaz obviously was there last year. So, you know, as far as like Brian Kelly is concerned, get a few wide receivers, stay the course, win some games, and LSU will finish with no less than a top 10 class. And then, build on that to where you can get LSU back to having those top five national classes, which is pretty much where you need to be now to win a national championship.
0: LSU was number 18 in the country in the recruiting rankings. That was the staple of their class for the national championship in 19. And because of the portal, man, the portal changes just changes so many things. A kid leaving your state today is a kid that might be returning tomorrow. You just don't ever know. So I agree. And look, I, I, let me say this. Of the players I saw last year, I thought Shelton Sampson would maybe be the best athlete in the state. I thought Preen from St. James might be number two. That kid is, a, dude, dude, that kid's a baller, dude. That kid, like that kid can ball, bro. I don't know if he's coming to LSU or not. I don't know about that. That kid can, like, that kid's got swag. You know, like, when LSU does, man, I got that swag. If there was a picture of that, it would be him. That kid plays with some swag, man. That's that, that's all I'm saying. Reminds me of a late bloomer like Aaron Anderson. Okay? We'll see about that. Carter the Power Bryant, you can follow him on it. Twitter. Carter the Power, Power Hour LSU. Go do that. Uh, you can get all of his great content. Carter, we're 97 days away from LSU football, uh, what are you – What I, I hate to say it like this, but what are your expectations right now in the offseason? Now, here's the way reason I ask that. Because the NCAA is approving that coaches can act and coach in July and go through walkthroughs for a limited amount of time in July, and they're going to implement this. Carter, if you're going to do that, there's not really a lot of excuses to be rusty. Like, if you're able to walk through things in July, that makes me feel a lot better about LSU and opening up with Florida State. What about you?
1: Yeah, you should feel that way, right? You should also feel that way that Florida State themselves has had a lot of drastic changes in their own program, right? No OC, now the head coach is the play caller along with the offensive line coach being the co-OC and for me, you know, going into the Florida state game. And I, I truly do feel this way, even though Brian Kelly is going to be the story. He is the biggest story in this game. It is the first game of the Brian Kelly era. He's not going anywhere. And I know there's a lot of pressure for LSU to not lose three <laughs> straight openers, but all the pressure in my mind is on Florida state. And I'm going to feel this way all the way leading up because well, all off season, <laughs> Mike Norvell, who coached his whole life to get his opportunity to to coach at a you know a top twenty program in Florida State, every day has to you know hear his fan base saying, "We want Deion Sanders. We want someone else that's not you to be the guy," and that to me puts all the pressure on Florida State. So you know, as far as like leading up to it, I I and this is the number one question you probably get, Blake. This is the number one question I get right what is LSU's record going to be what are your reasonable expectations and we touched on this just a little bit you know the last time I was on here Blake understand that this is going to be one of the strongest schedules LSU has ever had ever, ever. I, would, I would you know you go back you know the 2011 schedule was was tough you know playing Oregon the first game of the year florida state's not on that same level but what's very interesting is you look at a stat like sp plus right SP Plus, Bill Connolly, the analytic, every Power 5 team on LSU's schedule has a better SP Plus in LSU, which is a predictive metric that predicts how efficient you are, how much returning production you have, so on and so on. And we touched on this last week. So that should factor in as well, how difficult the schedule will be, because that should Low, not necessarily lower your expectations, but understand that this is no longer the bottom feeder SEC where you know Mississippi State is a gimme win this year and Arkansas is a gimme win this year. There's none of that, and that's going to be the biggest change for us as LSU fans. Each and every week is going to be so brutal this year.
0: I'm so glad you said that because look, I love the LSU faithful and Twitter spaces. Okay, I, I, I do. Um, But they're wrong about this one in reference to Carter, Tennessee, Mississippi state, Arkansas, Florida. If Anthony Richardson even has a half of a pulse of what I think he's going to do, um, Alabama. And look again, I'm not going to count out Max Johnson yet. Okay. I still believe that when you have 13 games as a starter and you score 38 total touchdowns, I get the Jimbo factor. But he's not worse than Jake Pete's. He's just not. Carter, I know you don't like that. But A&M on the road, you going on the road to A&M and Jimbo Fisher being there where he has pulled some magic, I'm not going to bet against him. A lo- like uh, this is a tough schedule. Here's the great thing, though. I was I've told you this. I I watched the A uh, and defense and offensive line last week, and then I wanted to compare it to LSU's this year. Carter, their it Carter, that that no, front. They're, se-
1: they're go- good. They're really good there.
0: That front seven for LSU is nasty. If Micah Baskerville and Greg Penn play the, the way that we think that they can, along with Mike Jones, who? Mike Jones! who? Mike! Carter, they have the potential to be the best front seven in the country. With that being said, I still believe that their schedule at the end of the season could be ranked number one of strength of schedule.
1: Yeah. No, look, to the Max Johnson comment. Okay. Here we go. You 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 know I'm not sour grapes bias. He's gone from LSU fan. Now nah, nah, like that shit's not who I am. Like, for instance, Elias Ricks left LSU. He's still a top five corner in college football, so I'm not just saying what I'm about to say about Max Johnson just because he's no longer with LSU. He, he's not a good quarterback, and I know his spring game was was good, but he, I, I know what you're saying. Okay, he's got all this experience; he's got 13 games experience, and now he's going to get you know tabula rasa. He gets a clean slate with the with the new coach, right? The issue though is true sophomore quarterback rating. If you look at just ESPN's QBR is actually a little bit more stable from your second year to your third year. Uh, That was according to a study done by Chris Moxley, where, you know, we tend to think if you start as a true sophomore and you're not so great, we tend to think that if you start year three, you could take a leap up. More often than not, who you are as a true sophomore quarterback turns out to be who you are. Right? So for me, Max Johnson Yes, touchdown interception ratio was really good at LSU. He also had a ridiculous amount of turnover luck, such as, you know, if he fumbled the ball, the ball would have a favorable bounce, and he had a lot of interceptable throws that were either drops or, you know, you know Jack Besh would get a tip, and you know it wouldn't be an interception or whatever. Cole
0: Taylor, Mississippi State touchdown.
1: Yeah. Exactly Mm -hmm. that you got very lucky that two guys, you know, just ran into each other (laughs) most Mississippi state ever, but continue. Yeah. And, and also to add to your point, you know, there was his first touchdown throw in that game was as good as it gets, but you know, the, the deep ball to Trey Palmer was a coverage bust, so on and so on. And Max Johnson doesn't see the deep middle of the field. The deep touchdown pass to Trey Palmer was his first attempted pass to the deep middle of the field up to that point in his career. So, Max Johnson doesn't pull the trigger. Even if he's looking in the direction, he's afraid to pull the trigger. He doesn't play with a lot of confidence, and I don't know if that just changes going from one place to the next, especially considering I don't think A&M's receivers are going to be as good as what he had last year. I mean, he had he had an amazing group of receivers last year and 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 still was wildly inconsistent. Now, the play calling was bad, but I just don't think he's – I don't think he's gonna win that job. I think I think Haynes King's gonna win that job. And I, I, I think Connor Weijrun's gonna end up being better than him in the long term. I agree I, with I that. Just, I, I just I just don't I, I, I don't see Max Johnson at Texas a and M really being anything.
0: They ran dual slants to short side of the field. <laughs> Carter.
1: It was, you know, I, I, I get it, but getting no, off. No, the, I, 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 yeah, it, true. Pete's, Pete's was ass, Pete he's Pete's so was. He's ass, dude. He's so
0: bad. I get it. Nice. Let's get off this. But I, but you know, you talk about interceptable throws and passes that didn't get picked off. My first thought was Garrett Nussmeyer does too. You know, like that
1: is very true. You know, so
0: <laughs> let's let's just be cautious of. Yeah, what, you know, the only person that didn't put a ball can, in harm's way multiple times was Jaden in the, you know, in the spring game. Now, again, Carter, if you're, if you're, if your, philo- if their philosophy is run the football, great defense and not turn the ball over, then Garrett is not your guy, right? It, it, he's yeah. just not. But if you want to be like risk it for the biscuit <laughs> and all else goes, then sure. Throw him out there. I don't give a shit. But I, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Anyway, Carter. Last you, thing. You, go ahead. Your, go ahead. Your, go ahead. Chat's,
1: your chat's been lit, man. There, there have been. Your your chat is getting some hot takes in here. I just looked at it a minute ago. Okay, what they saying? Besh, uh, Jack, Jack Besh, Besh for Heisman
0: Court. Yeah.
1: But but then I see Jack Besh is going to be on the on the bench. Rico. Wow.
0: Wow. Okay. Booty neighbors Thomas and Hilton will keep Besh on the bench. Um.
1: Uh, no, I
0: mean, no. Uh, okay, correct. L-
1: let me l- let, let me let me say this. OK, Jack did jump on the channel. He's a great guy. I've gotten to know him a little bit. All right. Objectively speaking, that guy had one of the best true freshman seasons of any LSU wide receiver ever. Right. Uh He, he was really that good. When you look at, you know, the amount of times he moved the chains on third down and the all the different things we asked this guy to do. Right. Oh, you've never played tight end before. Oh, you've never blocked before, we're just going to, we need you to do it now, right? And he did it, right? He was phenomenal last year. Now, For a true freshman wide receiver, he was phenomenal. Now, I'm not saying he is the next Jamar Chase, but he was really freaking good. Now, the other guys could very well keep him on the bench because all the guys that he just mentioned were really good football players. But Jack Besh gets open on third down, and there's just no other way to put it that is one of the most valuable traits you can have as a receiver. He's physical, good after the catch. I think his uh, dot will go up. I think Yak will be even better for him. I, I really do think there is more room for him, even if people think he's already reached his ceiling.
0: I do think, to Rico's point a little bit, I don't think that you have a legit starter at three and four. Okay, meaning I think that you have Kayshawn, and and you might have Jure. Okay, because Brian Kelly historically loves big body receivers that can run. Okay, I think that they'll go full. Speaking of the Saints, I got the hat on. Carter, the way that I've been told is they're going to Sean Payton that thing. Different formations and different bunch packages are going to have different personnel. If you have this personnel, let's just call it Tiger Package One. Okay, we heard him call it that in the spring game. Tiger Package One was a bunch to the right. You had Jack Besh, Cole Taylor, and Malik Neighbors. Or, or excuse me, uh, Jack Besh, Jeray Jenkins, and Malik Neighbors. When Malik Neighbors ran the out, Jeray ran the corner. Okay, and then Jack ran the little hitch. Okay. But they're rotating in receivers. I think that this is going to be more of a the only guy that I don't think they rotate in in and out like that is Kayshawn. He's the only right. man that you're not rotating. Okay. Yeah. But but I say all that. Jack Besh is just a, a animal. And right. you can't take Carter, in my opinion, he's your number two receiver.
1: Same I, thing. Same thing you all, know. The, all the data all the data supports that too right like I, right you, you, you look okay so you know last year going into uh last year you know i did a few videos on jerry jenkins being the clear number two right it wasn't close, had, it, wasn't it, close. Yeah, it, w- it wasn't close it right. wasn't close but i kept hearing you know trey palmer devonta lee and look we we had a full year where Jaree, you know Wanted some football games, right? But we wanted to pick <laughs> right. we to pick we wanted to pick some unproven guys. Well, you look at a, a lot of the traits, right? So Dre Jenkins going into last year was the best player on the team when it comes to drop percentage, minimum 15 targets. Same thing with Jack Besh. He other players that had 20 or more targets last year, I believe Jack Besh's drop percentage for SEC stat was the best.
0: It was and the best. It, and again it Carter, to rudely interrupt you. It wasn't close.
1: It wasn't close. It was not close. He, he here's the thing, right? Those are those those other guys might be faster than him. Those other all those things, right? But he gets open on third down when it matters the most. For instance, okay, Jack Besh was robbed of his best highlight last year, the Mississippi State catch, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I've talked to him a long time about that, right? And he, he, he swears up and down, he caught the ball. We had a thousand replay angles of him Jarvis landing the ball off the ground. Agreed. And he caught it and he was robbed of that opportunity. And that was on third down on an inaccurate ball thrown by Max Johnson. He gets open and he is tough to bring down on first contact. I think, you know, Malik of those four is probably the best after the catch. But Jack is also really good with the football in his hands. I, I just think as far as what he does over the middle of the field is really, really tough to do as far as just getting open. Uh, the game on the line, if I need you to get open and just find a window, he's going to do it. We saw it versus Texas A M. and So you, you look at the catch data. You look at all these different things. I, I, I think Besh this year does separate and, and become close to an all-SEC level player, if not an all-SEC player uh this year um you know it's a clear number two behind K.
0: uh we do have some news brody says that josh smith just let off with a single in his first bat in major league baseball
1: that's absolutely fantastic
0: that's awesome Duh. i love i love and by the way carter in no way possible should baseball go to seven innings other than the midweek games oh i uh, just nah, i just throwing that out there all right buddy i love you you uh what you got coming up on the on the show this week
1: yeah, man, we got a lot of uh, deep dives and all kinds of fun stuff. Working on that running back study you've been helping me with, I really appreciate your input. I'm oh,
0: I got one for you. I forgot.
1: Yeah, feel free to text me, man. So I've been I've been been lucky to to meet a few people that were really really good, you know, running backs. So I've gotten their feedback on on that. Uh, spoken to some offensive alignment like you. Uh, as far as which trait really stands out and there's actually one very simple one. We won't reveal it here, but, uh, but that. The that cleats they are. wear. But yeah, yeah, just, just be on the lookout. And what's very interesting is it's something that we don't normally think about with running backs. And it's, it's something I, we'll talk about. It we'll later. talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, what, what's really interesting is Brian Kelly actually did the same thing with his running backs at Notre Dame. So that's when I, that was, that you was know what we else. call.
0: We know what we call that. The spooky moment of the night uh, 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 uh. all right buddy,
1: but but I didn't mean to call out rico I don't want him to th- I don't want him to hate he probably hates me rico um, like one of the best names of all time y- you know uh, what man
0: if you if you don't want to catch a case, then you don't mean to be out there in the streets slinging that dope so you don't get hit with that rico
1: hashtag meat meal all right there you go, man, look at you I'm about to
0: get hit with that rico
1: but um but Blake, last thing. Liverpool needed you on Saturday, and you didn't watch. That's why we lost the Champions League. It's because of you. Because I, I tried to get you on, on board, and, of course, you didn't jump on board. So, um, I've told you this the last three weeks in a row. Um, the Italian chap
0: does what the F he wants. Okay? <laughs> I was drinking a very fine Pilsner, Miller Lots and a Blue Moon Skies and I was watching SEC baseball. There you go. So baby. I, I'm going to be there Saturday. LSU, hopefully. LSU, hopefully. LSU you're versus. Going? Yes, you're going. My uh-huh. first. My first cousin is was a closer at Southern Miss about seven eight years ago. Huge Southern Miss fan. I to, I have been ripping him a new one. A Golden Eagle looks like a a, a, a buzzard on steroids. Does, does Hattiesburg have more than just a Dairy Queen? And I got the response in here, we have a Whataburger. I, I mean, like, bro, this is Big Daddy baseball. You got to bring it. By the way, I'm making him sit behind the LSU dugout. Row two, row two, behind the LSU dugout. I'm going to be screaming at Jay, put in Gervais. Put in Gervais. I want the Italians, Carter. Look, the New York Yankees won multiple World Series with the Italians at the front and center. What are you doing?
1: Hey, so so are we going to get AYS from from Southern Mist. You're
0: damn right. We're chugging beers. Carter, I'm taking two beers like my name's Stone Cold. And and in the middle, uh, in the middle, Of Southern Miss fandom. We're going to their tailgate. I'm going to smash them and I'm going to drink them and I'm wearing a white t-shirt so people could. Blake's gone wild. That's what we're going to call it.
1: I want you smashing those things like there's some Zildjian symbols, baby. (laughs) That's what what I want.
0: I'm going to be, bro, the Southern band is going to recruit me. When we go out there and play neck, you know, I'm going to hit it with the, you know, anyway. All right, we got to go. We got to go. Carter, I love See you. you bud. All See right. You, bud. That's Carter the Power Bryant. All right, let's do this. Uh, Let me talk about my good friend, John Patton, over at GMFS Mortgage. Guys, 225 614 1234. That's two two five six one four one two three four. 614 1234. Buying a new home, saving money on the mortgage that you have now, or even doing that cash out refi. The timing has never been better. Get in touch with him today. Again, that's John Patton. Over at GMFS Mortgage. And my guy friend, Richie Roche, over at Roche's Lawn and Landscape. 225-937-7220. That's 225-937-7220. Tell him Blake sent you all by. All right, I hope Pooh Bear's ready. I really, really, really hope Pooh Bear's ready because he's here. Ba-na-na-na. Producer, I cursed. I'm tired of it. I'm just tired. Pooh Bear, I'm... T- Keep my coach's name out your mouth. I'm tired of it, bro. Uh, Yeah, we did a whole podcast um with the title, Keep My Coach. Na- and Carter was the guest on there. So maybe it's just Carter bringing, uh, bringing that energy. He bringing the heat. I love it. Um, Listen, I don't know what to ask you, Pooh. You know what? You know what? I do know what to say here, Pooh, because we're not going to stay too long. Everybody should go watch the Golden Boot podcast because everything that you're gonna say right here was said on the Golden Boot last night. Tell them everywhere they can find it. Uh, you can find that on YouTube. Uh, you what? On Spotify. What? You can find it on Apple. What? <laughs> you can find it on Google. What? Uh, I mean, can you can you everyone, find everyone, it at? Everyone. You know who probably has it too? Costco. I'm sure that there's a CD or something at Costco where they can get it. All right, all right, all right, all right. We will see you guys soon. Y'all have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform.